Hi, I'm Grace Collins, and I'm your host for Oh My God, I Can't Believe I Fall for That. But before I talk about our podcast, I want to thank our sponsors. 5050 Global Music with a K, a Sony partner, Bertelsmann, and Art19. Hi, my name is Grace Collins, and I am a self-proclaimed, over-educated, been in school forever, extremely sheltered person who has fallen into so many cons, scams, and very unusual situations, which only I could have ever learned from by being in the real world experience. The world of hard knocks, as they say, and if I could spare any innocent soul a little less heartache than I've gone through, then this podcast is for you. We're living in a different world right now, Um, post-pre-current, post-COVID, and there's all sorts of things that have been going on, but frankly, cons, scams, trickery, mean things done by people. I mean, it's been going on since biblical times. And actually, the Bible has a lot of wise words throughout the Bible, a lot in Proverbs, and I will be citing some of those, as well as famous quotes from speakers, books, about wisdom and discernment. My first topic today will just be on trust. Trust is a word that we just hear, oh, just trust me. If you can't trust me, who can you trust? Well, my first story that I'll be going into was a situation that my aunt put me into a relative and it relates to a romance situation. Now, usually one can trust one's relative, um, usually, but you also have to look at the cultural significance. You have to look at their experience doing this kind of thing and their motivation. So when I hear the word trust me, I truly have a post-traumatic stress experience. I call it how I developed post-traumatic syndrome from a Korean match-made date. But before I go into that story, we're going to hear from one of our sponsors. Our first sponsor is 5050 Global Music with a K, Quest Cross. Quest, can you tell us about how you run and produce your company? Yeah, hey Grace, how you doing? Thanks for having me, you know. Uh, real excited about this show. Oh my God, I fell for that. Um, basically, 5050 Global Music is a company 
distributed by Sony Music Orchard, and we have our publishing with Orchard Music Publishing and Sony Music Publishing. We love putting out talent from around the world, helping people exceed, get their product out, make sure that they're able to be in front of the masses. And with our deals, you know, we believe in giving 50-50, so all our artists get 50-50, you know, on our label deals. And we just want to help, you know, other artists thrive and make it. Thanks, Grace. Thanks for having me. Hi, it's Grace Collins again from, oh my God, I can't believe I fall for that. Today I'm talking about trust, and I realize trust is not just given, it's proven, it's verified, and you also have to look at the source of who's asking you to trust them. In my case, it was with a relative. And if you can't trust, they always say, if you can't trust your relative, who can you trust? Well, that doesn't always work. And I'm going to talk about a funny situation. I mean, I'm laughing about it now, but at the time it wasn't funny. And how it put me in a very awkward position. And I truly have post-traumatic stress from this experience that happened to me in Korea caused by my aunt. So I called this little segment how I developed post-traumatic stress from a Korean match-made date. Now, Koreans, I was in Korea in, for my junior year abroad in 1983, and I was in my midterms. Our Korean, my family comes from an old-fashioned Korean family that still uses matchmaking as a way to find your husband. I went to Korea not even thinking about that, not even wanting that, not even ever. I mean, it just was not in my mindset. But I wasn't dating anybody and it certainly wasn't, anything wasn't happening in America. And then I did think about it. Well, my mom and dad were matchmade and they've been happily married for 56 years. You know, kind of, I guess so, but I really didn't want to because I was in the middle of midterms. But my aunt said, trust me, I found you the perfect husband. He's good looking, he's rich, he's smart, he wants to go to America. So, you know, I found myself like singing right out of Fiddlers on the Roof, you know, matchmaker, matchmaker, make me a match and getting totally distracted from studying. And, you know, going in my closet, trying to find the perfect outfit. This was too collegiate. This was too conservative. This was fun, but maybe too revealing. This was too old school. You know, I I, I don't know. I just found myself trying on all different outfits before I finally decided to come over. I guess my these matchmakers saw me coming from my aunt's house and called my aunt and asked who I was. And she said that was my niece from America. So they got their little thinking caps on and went through their Rolodex and uh, supposedly found me this perfect match. So anyways, I was kind of excited. I was a little annoyed being taken away from my studies. But anyways, I went to her house, got on the bus and my aunt lives on the side of a mountain. She has a tri-level home. 
um, in a very nice neighborhood in Korea. And I walked up the hill and I met my niece and nephew and they were both jumping up and down excitedly going, Kunga Hobak, Kunga Hobak. And I was like, my Korean wasn't that good. You know, I, I knew what the word Kunga means. Kunga means big. Hobak, I thought meant watermelon. And I said to myself, big watermelon? You know, like, what does that mean? Well, turns out, I remembered that one of the Korean traditions is to always bring fruit. So I thought, oh, this guy must have brought some kind of Korean fruit to, as a gift. You know, anyways, I didn't think much more of it. And then I walked up the hill and went through the gate and made myself up to the third floor. And the minute I walked into the room, I saw my aunt. I saw the matchmaker, the two matchmakers. I saw the mother. I guess she brought her sister. And then I saw the guy. Now, mind you, I was in my early 20s. And um, I didn't have diplomatic skills. But uh, my facial expression said it all. And I looked at my aunt like, no way. No way at all. And... He was ugly, fugly. I mean, I don't even know much more to say it, but he was tall and gawky. He had what back then, what we call floods, which means his pants were too short and his sports jacket was too short and you could see his arm cuffs. I didn't care about the eyeglasses. I didn't mind that he was a little geeky, but it was when he had this big smile with gold teeth and they were like separated. And what was weird was like in Korean, the matchmakers were like talking to about him as like if he was a horse or something. They were like, we really should have fixed his teeth. And I guess we should have bought him a, you know, a brand new outfit for this date. Well, anyways, in Korean, these matchmakers were like, you know, you two should get to know each other. And why don't you walk around the, the, the street and get to know each other? And I was like, auntie. You know, with this anger look, and she was like, oh, just go, go, go. And by the grace of God, divine intervention, there was a major lightning and thunderstorm, and it started to pour in rain, so we could not go anywhere. But we were on the third floor of her house, and underneath the patio balcony, there was a roof. So we kind of just went outside there. And it seemed like ages, I don't even know how many minutes, one minute, three minutes, five minutes, ten minutes, I don't know. But we were just silently standing next to each other till I bursted out. Um, I'm sorry, but I just feel really shy. I've never been on a match made date before. And all of a sudden he put his arm around me and he said, oh, you don't have to ever be shy around me again. And I booked right back inside. My cousin, I bowled over my cousins. They were listening with their ears to the wall, laughing so hard. And they could all tell that it was not a match. And they um, left. And I was so angry with my aunt for her telling me, trust me. And she was like, but he's rich and he's good looking. I mean, he wasn't good looking, but he's rich and smart and wants to go to America. I was like, tough. I'm not getting married. No way am I getting. And I can't believe you took me out of school for this. So anyways, we kind of all sat back and, you know, in retrospect, it was kind of funny. And I said, well, the good thing is at least we got a big watermelon out of it. And she goes, what? What are you talking about? I said, well, we got a watermelon out of it. My niece and nephew said, Kunga Hobak, Kunga Hobak. 
And she started laughing and she said, that's not what that means. It means big squash. And I go, well, what does that mean? She goes, well, squash in slang means ugly. So my niece and nephew were trying to warn me that he was really, really ugly. So anyways, that is the story. And that's why I have a lot of trust issues. And again, trust is something that when people say trust me, I mean, you got to look at the source. Now, I was always under the belief that if you can't trust your family, who can you trust? Well, you got to look at the cultural aspects. You got to look at the source, which cousin it is or which relative it is. You've got to look at um, their experience doing that. I mean, most of my relatives were match made and they're still married. But, um, you know, my aunt did know that she could tell that it wasn't a match. But I think that's what really caused me to have this post-traumatic stress when people say, trust me. And since then, I have been on other blind dates, which have gone awry, caused by friends who said, trust me. And the next segment of my podcast, I will be talking about romantic catfishing and the things that I have fallen for. Thank you again for being uh, our sponsors. We have Quest Cross. We have Global Music, Brutalsman, Arts 19. And I just want to thank you. And I want to thank our listeners because I hope some of these stories, I'm going to be telling them probably in hindsight, and they seem humorous. But at the time, they were very awkward. And in some cases, uh, besides wasting my time, breaking my heart, also financial loss. We'll be talking about financial scams as well. But my next podcast will be on online dating scams. Thank you. And remember to give us a like or a thumbs up on our website or tell a friend about us or have them call in if they have a similar story. Thank you. And remember, this is, oh my God, I can't believe I fell for that.